Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And uh, what's going on, Kyle? We're uh, a couple days away from Thanksgiving and fucking oh, Turkey man. Day. I cannot wait for Wednesday, Friday to be done. Turkey Day? Why? Because I don't have to work for four days. Yeah. It's been, it's been Thursday. You gotta, work fr- you gotta work Friday? No, no. Wednesday oh. was Monday. Uh-huh. Thursday is Tuesday. Friday is Wednesday. Uh, Tomorrow's Fry Wednesday. Fry Wednesday. <laughs> Dude, I, I have the next six days after that off. I'm <sighs> off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I should have done that. I fucking should have done that. The, another guy in my work did that. He's got like... So he's got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, you know, for the holiday. And then yeah. he took his vacation. Mm-hmm. So he does. So he doesn't even come back till fucking December. You know what I mean? Till like in like two weeks. Fucking lucky bastard. My six days off is going to be spent trying to get our hacked website back or building a new one. Oh, that's right. Because I still have yet to re- get that back. So trying hard, oh, that, but that fucking reminds me. I was gonna fucking. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna copy all the HTML code and fucking change Kellen from coast from host to roommate to roommate. <laughs> Well, because you know how, you know you can you can you can click and it and it shows you all the yeah all the HTML mm-hmm. of the website. It lets you highlight and take anything you want out of it, but it doesn't let you manually change it. I was trying to do it at work. So you're gonna take it from host to roommate. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna copy it and I'm gonna put it in a text edit, hmm. and then I'm gonna change the format file and I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna I'm gonna take my coding out and I'm gonna put it above him. <laughs> so it's gonna go. It's gonna go. Because you're you, so worried about your positioning. Yeah. On that gonna, website. It's, it's gonna that, that fucking website. You're all, website. You're all worried about it. I, I am. And uh, so it's gonna be you. Uh huh. And then me. And then Kellen and then Jose. <laughs> I might actually put Jose above it. And then where where Jose? It might say. Well, yeah, I would think host is higher than roommate. Yeah. So and then where where it says host for Kellen, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna be nice though. I'm gonna give him. Props for props to do. It's going to say roommate slash founder. And there you go. So he still gets, you know, his... Still gets his founder credit. He gets his due diligence. It's, you know, he, you know, he gets his 100 episode, uh... That's, I don't even think he's been on a total of 100 episodes. I don't think so either. You know, that's... I, I, hey, I'm, I'm propping the I don't even up. think you've been on a total of 100 episodes yet. I bet you I have. Well, no, because we, you came in around episode 30, so... We do three shows. No, you. By now, I, you had to. Have I been, have yeah. burned through a hundred episodes of this. Film. I don't even know how many episodes we put out. By now, you had to have been. I had. Yeah, it's been over. It's been a while. Yeah, you had to have been on by now. But I was. Yeah, and I was. That's what I was gonna do with. I was gonna see if I could. If I could copy all that coding and actually the HTML and actually do it. I've actually signed up. I'm gonna t- be taking another one in January. Really? I thought. Okay. I thought the the wife put her foot down and said no more classes. Eh, I do it anyway, but I'm taking it. Um, I'm actually gonna go drive somewhere, sit in a classroom, and do it. This is time. it like just someone like offbeat is putting it on, and you just signed up for it, or is it actually like a college? It's actually a college class. Oh wow! It's a uh, once a week. I think it's like on a Wednesday. I think. It's oh, Wednesday. it's only once a week for how many weeks? Uh, for January to May. So five months. Five months. I'm taking that. I'm taking that in a business class. Oh shit! Yeah, the business class I think is on Mondays. You're gonna walk, run into work and be like, "This is all fucked up." No, I can say shit about nothing. <laughs> but I mean, I I do these little venture things like, you know, like this, and you know, like the comic book thing. Mm-hmm. I, I figured a little bit of business. Yeah, a little business know how isn't gonna it's, is it's gonna go a long way. It's it's not gonna hurt me. And I, I'm pretty much taking the HTML class just because I, when I tried to take it online, I failed so bad that now it's like, now I have a pride thing. See, I don't know if I could do that. Like, everyone's like, well, why don't you just go back to school and take classes online? Well, the problem with that is the way I learn is I'm very hands-on. I'm, very, I'm visual. Show me once how to do it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Try to explain it to me or leave me instructions to try and read and, and work through it. I don't do. I don't fucking exceed. I don't excel. Where I think on cl- online classes work, it's I've taken a bunch of online classes. If you, 
where it works best for me, I guess is the way I should put it, is read this, write a paper on it, and then take this test. Online, I will fucking, I will sail, and I will fly, and I will excel. Because you're more of an independent study worker, or? Yeah, because I'll just, you know what, read it, do a little research, write a paper on it, and then take the test afterwards. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, but if but the hand kind of like you the hands on thing I can't, I can at the same time I can't. Yeah. Like, there's just certain things I think I I need to actually see, hear and do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like with that kind of like with programming maybe I'm just slow or maybe there's just something I just that the class just didn't connect with me doing it online. Yeah. But I mean I've taken lots of I mean. Like, I was taking, like, constitutional law and all those classes. It was just read and write a paper. That's that's easy, yeah. But, like, for me, I mean, I, I grew up, when I grew up, I, was, I had a learning disability. And so reading comprehension is a an issue with me. I know. So to I, I, read, I talked to you. I talked to you in a chat. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. No, it's true. Like, it's, because, like, I'll read something really quick and then I'll think this is what it says, but it's not even close. So, like, that's why a lot of times, like, I'll misinterpret someone when someone's saying something. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm quick to I'm quick to be like, that's not what I, you know, that's not right. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's not what they said. I, I missed yeah. what they were saying. And even, like, instructions on how to create something. Like, if they don't have the pictures, I'm like, fuck. And then I'm trying to read and comprehend it, and it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. There's things that I miss or I don't understand it, and I'm like... Well, why would I do that when you you know it's backwards and you're like fuck no I'm I'm overthinking it yeah <clears throat> I'm over I'm making something simple so simple out to be more um, complicated than it needs to be and I think certain things like like doing the HPO there's a lot of little steps that you have to do yes you can be kind of sloppy with it and it still works mm-hmm. but I think just I think those are one of those maybe for me the way my mind works I think I need I think I need to see it with somebody breaking it down instead of just looking in the book and going and copying the book. I think I need to, I think I need to make that connection. Well, that's something that my dad always says is that I'm always destined to work uh, harder, not smarter. And he's like, you always got to work smarter, not harder. I always make things complicated. He says, <laughs> but a lot of people do. Dad's got to love him. Right. Yeah. Tell you one yourself. <laughs> Fuckers. But yeah, I mean, that's I've got it mapped out. My next like, I've well, my next two years I've mapped out. Very nice. Hopefully. All right. Well, Hopefully let's, I'll be able to build a website. Maybe <laughs> that doesn't get hacked. Right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into some uh, some some topics this week. Uh, Walking Dead. Give our review of this week's episode of Walking Dead. Ready? Go. What do you think of Walking Dead? Uh, Not a very memorable episode until the very end. Yes. You kind of get more of no, no. I don't. I don't. You saw. I thought the best part besides that, you know, Jesus going and Coral actually doing like the comic and sneaking to uh, where Negan is. But I thought the best thing is you finally got to see. You're seeing the transition of Maggie becoming the leader of Hilltop. Yeah. You finally, like, we all know that that was going to happen. We all know that that's what she becomes. But it was it was cool seeing the show. You could you saw the shifted power. You saw that, you know, the wheezy little fuck that they have her right now isn't cut out for it. And you, you, you see Maggie, you see the wheels turning. No, you know what? She knows what she's going to have to do. She hasn't 100% come to terms with it, but she knows what's going to happen. She knows that she is, you know, she automatically took that leadership role. Like, you know, right when uh, the walkers were coming in and, the, you know, Negan's men were, were sending that message, you know, that they were, you know, go up to the gate and set the shit on fire and everything. You know, she automatically took that leadership role. Yeah. She, she's, you guys do this. You do this. We need to do this. And then she jumps and does what she needs to do Why the actual leader of Hilltop was fucking hiding. Yeah, Gregory is a whiny little bitch. So, you, 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 you saw, you, you saw that that episode showed the shift in power of Hilltop. Which is great because we know that where that's going to lead us to, it's going to. Well, it, it set the groundwork, so it started the potential shift in power. Yeah. Going back to what you said, though, what I found really interesting is that they took two events in the comics 
and essentially slammed them together with the Carl and Jesus thing. Yes. Because Carl hides away in the truck under the mattresses that got burned in the last episode, and then Rick asks Jesus to follow Dwight after they captured him. Because they captured Dwight and they let him go. Mm -hmm. And Rick asks Jesus to follow Dwight back to the Savior's to find out where Negan's compound is. Which they ended up, and it ended up being Maggie asking him. Yeah. So. so I, I, I like that, the, you know what, I like what they're doing, and I think, I think they're going to take a small turn from, I think they're going to deviate away from the comics a little bit more. I just have that feeling like they're going to, especially once this, I think because I think they're going to drag Negan out a little bit more than they do in the comic. I think they're going to dra- they're because they're they're actually like they're actually spreading him out as it is. Yeah, and I so I th- I think you think the, so. I I think so. Yeah, that they're they're I think they're going to sp- they're spreading him out a little bit. See, I think they're going to start slamming events from the comic together like they like they just did in the new episode. And there's a lot of speculation going on right now, and a lot of rumor going on that we're going to get the the I don't know if you've heard it. We're gonna get the whispers way sooner than we did in the comics. I, I don't think we will. Like the whispers will happen before All Out War. I think that would be a bad move on The Walking Dead's part because there's so much stuff that happens. They need All Out War to take place. Like we, they. Sh- we they, Hilltop, Alexandria, and the Kingdom should not come together to fight two wars. Yeah, introducing the Whisperers is is it puts too much <clears throat> tension into everything. They have to they have to take care of Negan because it was really hard for them to take down Negan. Like it was it was a struggle. They're still battling the Whisperers. I think having them both, I don't see that playing out well. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I don't know if they'll they'll actually like have a conflict with the whispers yet, but they're saying that they're talking about introducing them early on already, so you know they're out there. They're just not part I, of. I think they need to stay away from it for now. And if they have any plans on connecting Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead, I think that would be the place to do it. Would be the whispers because. The Fear the Walking Dead, they, they use the the gutting of the wisp, the walkers and they're covering themselves mm. in their blood way more than they do in the actual Walking Dead. Um uh, it'll be it'll be the druggy kid, he fucking he snaps. He's still there. And he becomes fucking, Watch he's beta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes a bunch of roids in the zombie apocalypse and gets massive <laughs> and becomes beta. Yeah. Uh but I, I just I don't I think that I don't think it's a good idea on The Walking Dead to enter. They they need to wait to introduce them. Introduce them closer to the end of the war. I could see them I could see them giving the glimpse as 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 these as the groups are taking Negan down. Introduce I I, I could see them in a horde you can see them, you know, talking. I, that would be kind of cool as it's winding down. Yeah, going into season eight. Yeah. I still stick that season eight is going to end with the end of All Out War, and then season or season seven will end with the end of All Out War, and then season eight will be the time jump. Because there's, a, what, a one-year time jump, I think it is? It's one or two years. But um, I think that you need that time jump. If you're going to introduce the Whispers, you need the events that play out in the comic to play out in the show. Yeah. You need them to establish normalcy. You need them to get these communities up and running. You need them to have the fair where Alpha first makes herself a threat and show, like, listen, I can infiltrate you any fucking time I want. Yeah. You have no... There's nothing you can do when I want to infiltrate you. I'm just going to fucking do it. What's up? You want to have a live broadcast of the show? You know, they're fucking ignorant... Do they love the show so much they just gotta fly around. You don't hear a fucking plan at all. We sat here for an hour and bullshitted. Yeah. And the moment we start recording. Yeah, there fucking, wasn't one fucking plane. Yeah. Fucking bad. They seem to be louder than shit tonight. Yeah. 
But I think I, I, I agree with you. Like, okay, asshole, we get it. Fuck. I, I was like, I could settle for the whispers getting closer to the end of All Out War. But I do agree too that that I think introducing the whispers too early, and I think it's it's too much. And I think we need that. I think fans of The Walking Dead need that break of before this next huge event happens mm-hmm. because we've already had this big huge Negan event and now they've they've taken us back down now they're gonna take us back up and then and then and then to introduce the whispers while we're way up I think it would I think it would mess with the show well and there's been Scott Gimple the producer or whatever fuck he is in The Walking Dead came out and said that the end of season 7 is gonna season 7 is gonna end way differently than season 6 did so to me, that tells me instead of on a, <clears throat> a low note, they're going to end the show on a high note. So that's what makes me think that that would be the end of All Out War and moving towards the after the the time jump when they make Alexandria, they decide instead of killing Negan that they're going to put him in jail and show that they can have a normalcy and a democracy again. And a they start to a rictocracy <laughs> and they start to like rebuild society. And then that's when Alpha comes in and infiltrates and everything goes to shit again. But you think they're going to kill Coral? Um, no. And I, I, I that was one of the topics to talk about for later. Oh, but Re- disregard. I just said that. Well, no. I mean, we might as well talk about it now. We're we're sitting here talking about the show, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I guess one of the news topics that was out there before we get into the actual other news is, uh, could Chandler Riggs be leaving the show? Um. Carl. Coral. Um and I said Well it's the way his daddy worded it on Twitter is why everybody's Well like, then he went and put it on Facebook. I said, Yeah. In a world where one simple tweet or Facebook post can bring an end of someone's world or cause a massive overreaction comes the news that Chandler Riggs, who plays Carl Grimes in AMC's hit T V show The Walking Dead, might be leaving the show to attend college. The seventeen year old Riggs tweeted that he would be attending the University of Auburn this fall earlier this month. But the speculation of uh, his Walking Dead status didn't seem to start until late last week when the star posted on Facebook, seven-year contract complete. So grateful to AMC cast and crew and the amazing fan base for making the little zombie show a big deal. I thought his dad wrote that. His dad did, deleted it, and then Chandler put it out on his Facebook. Oh. Um, don't jump to the conclusions as the end of um, as the end of Riggs' contract might simply mean it's time for a renegotiation as he seemed to be considered a legal adult. On top of that, Auburn is only about a half hour, an hour and a half away from the main filming locations outside of Atlanta. Um, but if Riggs does leave, leave the show, do they recast Carl or do they kill him off? They ba- you know, I say recast. I say what they do is when Negan catches him, they kill him. You think they kill Rick or think they like, kill Carl? Well, that that would be the best place to do it when when he he goes there. Negan catches him. You know what I mean? And then Rick ends up showing up. And remember how Rick ends up almost getting killed by Negan. They should just replace it. And they should just actually just go through with it and just kill Coral. I, I don't know, because then that takes everything away from Rick. And he's got Judith. So what, Judith grows up and becomes the new Carl? And that's the and that's the turning point in which Rick goes back to Psycho Rick. And he, that's when he decides, well, you know what, I'm taking this motherfucker out. He killed Coral. Coral didn't go back in the house. I, I don't think they, I don't think they killed Carl. I honestly think that this this whole thing with Chandler Riggs is a man as a monster overreaction. I'm sure it is. It's it would just be cool to see Coral. Coral needs a haircut. Is what Coral needs. They wrapped up season seven. <laughs> that was the end of the season. And, and he's thanking the cast and crew for an amazing season. <clears throat> he's going about to do his business because Rick and Daryl they just signed their contract for season eight. Yeah. Like, within the last couple weeks. Right. So I'm sure they're just going through everybody right now. I'm sure they'll get to Coral. And I'm sure, you know, he's going to Auburn, so he's going to be in the area. You know, they they make summer, spring, fall, you know, summer, spring, fall, and winter cor- um, semesters. Uh-huh. So, and they make night school, too. So, you know, he could go to classes one semester and then take a semester off to film and go back, you know. It's not like he's going to be going to college all year round. And he's only an hour away. So if his casting time, you know, they, they could work with his schedule, I'm sure. 
of, well, we got to have this casting call at this time. So you've got classes between this and this. All right, we're going to film this this day, and they're going to fit his schedule. They do it for people all the time. They did it for him for to go to high school. Right, well, and then well, high school, he did tutors and stuff like that on the set, too, I'm sure. But, like, they do it for actors that are in other stuff all the time. They work around their schedule. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing new. I think he'll come back. I'm sure he will. I don't think they're going to kill Carl. He's an important piece of the show. He's still alive in the comic book, and he's still he's still a major player in the comic book. They're setting him up to take over something. Something. Um, you know, it's I, I see Carl being there until the end of the, the story. At least till issue 200? No. When he dies with Rick? No. I, I see Carl having more plot armor than Rick does right now. I think now. so. Rick's, Rick's coming to an end. I can tell you that. Maybe Coral will step up and... Well, that's what I'm thinking they're leading to, but... Start carrying around the... Carl Papa got a little action in this episode. <laughs> right, A little, a little yes, kiss from Eden. Um, my my theory now, back to what you were saying about Carl needing a haircut. Did you see the theory on that? Uh, There's a fan theory going around on that. Remember back to season one when um, <clears throat> Shane, when he's getting his haircut at the river and Shane's like, you know, you better hold still because there's going to come a time where... You're gonna you're gonna miss your mother's haircuts. She's not gonna be around. You're gonna miss your mother's haircuts. That's why he doesn't cut his hair. Oh really? I guess it's it's a good theory. Yeah. If it's true, I just think he's being a little hipster kid. Maybe cover his fucking nasty eye. <laughs> we were watching it. Me and my wife were watching it. And she was like, you know, what thing bugs me about Carl? I said, what's that? She's like, oh, you got newbie to watch it with you. Huh? Yeah. Well, she's been watching it because. Those home. fucking hipster kids downtown. Well, she was home, but the hipster kids downtown, they don't have none of them have fucking cable because they don't have jobs. Uh, so they always have her turn The Walking Dead on. Oh. Uh, so they, uh, uh, so she's been so watching So they go to it. the bar to watch The Walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> so, and she's like, why the fuck doesn't he like put an eye patch on or fucking, why does, why does he have the fucking bandage on still? He's healed. Well, he's not because Michonne tells him to change his bandage. Yeah. Remember? So he's still not healed yet. But in the show, he starts wearing sunglasses. In he the wears, comic. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, comic. Duh. The comic starts wearing He wears one one side has the lens in it. The other side doesn't. That's what I, that's what I told her that that's what's going to end up happening. But she's like, I don't fucking get it. And I was like, eh. You know, you got to come across an eye patch somewhere, it, right? That's what she said. <laughs> A leather thing something. Yeah. And I was just like, eh. He was, but he was like that for a long time. Even a time. jock strap, <laughs> right? He, but even like he was like that for a long time. Well, he didn't really accept it until Negan told him to take the fucking bandage off. Because like was... even in the comics, he wore the uh, bandage, bandage for a long time. It wasn't when, it, like I said, it wasn't until Negan was like, "Take that fucking thing off. It's like a badge of honor. You should wear it proudly." Because remember, issue one hundred four, he's on the cover and he's got the gun and yeah. it's still got the fucking eye patch on or the the bandages. But yeah, yeah, so. But then, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think they're gonna kill him. I don't think he's gonna quit. Then he meets the chick from the whispers, and she licks his eye socket, and now he doesn't ever wear it. Now he's fucking Carl Papa. Now he's fucking whooped. <laughs> he's booty whooped. Getting that pussy. Booty whooped. But he's gonna end up getting her pregnant. You know they're not using condoms in the zombie apocalypse. I would. Teenage pregnancy in the zombie it's apocalypse. It's gonna skyrocket. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't. Would you? Nope. I'd be like, <laughs> everywhere. Sharing, yeah. sharing it everywhere. Sharing huh? is caring. Got to help repopulate. I don't know what's more rampant, disease or STDs. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> the, the zombies are the least of their worries because yep. everybody, there's a Everyone's fucking, got an outbreak of fucking HPV. <laughs> there's a fucking genital herpes <laughs> outbreak. Everyone's got HPV. Uh, the walking herps. <laughs> <laughs> the walking burns. Damn. Damn. Dude's name's Dick Drip. The walking warts. The walking warts. Dude's name is Dick Drip. Yuck. General discharge. Uh, general yellow discharge. Uh, Gross. I don't, did you enjoy this week's episode of The Walking Dead? Yes. I liked it because first off was the Maggie shift of power. It's it's showing that it, it, it's bringing it one step closer to um, everybody figuring out, okay, we have to do something. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I, 
I think that's what it is. That that is what's bringing it one step closer to them battling Negan. Well, that's what I mean. And they're covering multiple issues in an episode because they're taking the the juicy stuff from each issue and just kind of slamming it yeah. together. Like when <clears throat> when Negan comes to um, Alexander for the first time. In the show, that's when Rick gives that speech about how Negan's in charge now, and mm. he does that way before Negan ever comes to Alexandria for the first time. I think because they more... capture Dwight and hold Dwight yeah. first, and then they release him, and he's Dwight's actually on his way back to the Savior's compound the first time Negan comes, so he's not even there the first time they come. I like that they're doing it different though. Yeah, because it keeps us on our toes, right? And it's nice to see the comparison of the show versus the comic and what you already know is going to happen. And it, 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 I think that's one of the things that makes it more enjoyable for me as a fan is just being like, Oh, they did that this way. It plays out differently. That's kind of cool. You yeah. Know? I think a lot of it is Kirkman. Cause you know, he creates things and he, I, I guarantee he sits back and goes, man, I could do that way different. Yeah. Or that should have been done differently uh, here. Yeah. And I, and I think this is where, you know, he's one of these few people that that gets to tweak what he does. Oh, I can I can go in this direction now that I've thought about it. You know, now well, he kind of admitted that with Abraham. He said Abraham should have died differently, and I took Abraham out too soon. Mm-hmm. So in the show, he rectified that and he took him out, gave him a couple more episodes. Yeah, and he was taken out by Negan, which was way cooler than a fucking arrow. Yep, and then he got he sucked my nuts. As he was getting his head smashed in. Yeah, it's almost time for you to get the Negan Cock fan club. Yeah, you think shirt. we'll get that? Do you think he'll say it? I know I they have know. the shirts. I know they do. I think he'll say it. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Might be a little... It'll be the Negan Dick fan club or something. I think so. I could live with that. But... I, a guy at my work had a... The Loot Crate, I guess the last month's Loot Crate... Had the Walking Dead Negan shirt. The it was said uh, it's got a picture of Negan, but not the comic book Negan. The show Jeffrey Negan. D. Morgan Negan. And it says uh, like the Negan Sluggers. Yeah, something like that. Louisville or Lu- Lucilleville Sluggers or whatever. Something like that. But it's got him up, you know, like kind of turned a little bit, like with the bat up. <coughs> See, I wouldn't want that. I'd want comic book Negan. I do too. I love. I'm. I'm a huge Negan fan. Like I try to. I'm trying to collect everything as much Negan shit as I can. But do you have the Negan uh, Skybound figures? I only have the one we got at San Diego. I did not get. I wanted the original one, and then it fucking jumped in price. It's like two hundred dollar figure now. Is it really? Yeah. The last time I checked, it was. It was expensive. You mean when they first came out at Emerald City? Yeah. I have those ones. I know you do. You have them in color and black and white. Bastard. And I have uh, the governor. Yeah. Also. The only was... the only Walking Dead figures I have are the the issue 100 special edition double set that we got at San Diego. Oh, the Glenn and uh, Negan. Negan. That I got signed by Charlie Adlard. And then I Which have... is a cool one to have now because... Yeah. I'm sure you can buy it, but... And I've got the... Um, uh, Negan pop vinyl now and I've got the replica Lucille in black and white that I got mm-hmm. not last year but the year before at San Diego so <laughs> it's not worth buying a, a Walking Dead shirt when you can just make one and have it say whatever you want you know make one yeah hell yeah oh we should do it like a absolute geek Walking Dead style feel shirt yeah why not we have probably so many fans. Uh, well, we haven't mentioned shirts in forever. Like we, we had shirts, shirts right up there. We should have another round of shirts for sale. <laughs> but I don't know if it, I mean everybody who wanted a shirt's got one. I, although we have new people listening to us now. We should do a poll. Yeah, if you want us to make more shirts, fucking let us know. Comments below, man. Let us know, right? Yeah, let us let us know each and every way, and we'll have to put up some. some uh... You just hoard us out. Let us know each and every way. Each and every way. And every orifice. <laughs> and every orifice. Gonna well, we have so many ways to get it. Full to, of it. To get to, you know, I still think 
But it's not on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook seems to be the one way everyone contacts us. Because Twitter's not that fun. Facebook's better. I like Twitter more for news and accurate news and up-to-date, like, up-to-the-minute stuff. Or up well, to yeah, the second. Facebook's a cesspool for fake news. Yeah. But, I mean, I like up-to-the-second news, so that's why I go Twitter. Like, anything I want, I go to Twitter for if I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on with this. I don't even know last time I got on Twitter. I'm going to go on Twitter right now. <clears throat> because it's people constantly updating, so you're constantly getting updates of what's going on. But... But yeah, let us know on Facebook. Oh, I got two notifications. Uh, but let's go ahead and fucking jump into some What's news this? for this week, should we? Oh, hey, look at this girl. Oh, fucking Kyle. Again. <laughs> oh, did you see fucking... What's her name? Jessica Nigiri? Jessica Nigiri. Did you see the new picture she put up? Her first black cat? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Crazy. <laughs> that fucking picture's crazy. Yeah. She's a woman. She's a very beautiful woman. Fuck. <laughs> Floors me. Yeah. You know, you could you could She have, knows how to get a raise out of guys. You could do a photo <laughs> shoots like that too. Nobody wants to see me dress up as black cat. Well, dad bod. <laughs> uh my body's by pizza. Dad bod cams. <laughs> yeah, no. Alright. <laughs> Let's jump into some news here for this week. Should Kevin Smith direct The Flash? No. Why? During a Facebook Live session <laughs> that took place earlier today, Kevin Smith was asked if he would consider uh, directing the big screen incarnation of the Scarlet Speedster. And he said no because he's forgotten um, how to make and direct things. No, he said this to say. If somebody was like, do you want to uh, do the Flash movie? Uh, then this would on- be my honest op- first response. He said, I would absolutely... But you should try Tim Miller first. Or I'd say the Wachowskis. I'd list a bunch of other people who I think would make a brilliant Flash movie. Smith went on to, uh, and said Miller was uh, a visual genius. And that DC Entertainment should uh, do the smart thing and steal Miller away from Marvel. After all, he did direct Deadpool. And the superhero flick earned raving reviews from both fans and critics. It'd be a match made in heaven, Smith stressed. Still, uh, the um, director said he would be more happy to direct The Flash should Miller be averse. The director said if Tim Miller was like, man, I hate The Flash, then I'd be like, fuck Tim Miller, I'll do it. <laughs> um, I, I think he would do good as The Flash. Dude, he's already done the CW show. He's done Supergirl. He, His actual second episode of Flash airs tonight on Tuesday. Tonight, as you're listening to this I'm recording it because I'm recording this show, but it airs tonight. Kevin Smith scares me when it comes to directing now. Kevin Smith scares me. No, he doesn't scare me as a director. He's a, I think he's a great director when he's directing his own stuff that he's written. He scares me as a writer because when he directs things, like the episodes of The Flash, like the episode of The Flash he did last year was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. I can't wait to see a Supergirl episode. Maybe he should just but direct other people's stuff then and not write. It's it. when he writes stuff. It's his writing that has tanked. Has tanked, yes. That's why I'm really scared to see Mallrats too. It's it's gonna be a TV series now, so I don't think it'll be that bad. But it it could be. Who knows? Straight to Netflix, dude. It's it's when he. It's like everything up to Zach and Miri was really really good. Then you get to Zach and Miri. Well, minus Zach and Miri was fucking awesome. Well, yeah, but everything after Zach and Miri is when it all went downhill. Once he got into huge in a pot, that's when things went downhill. I, don't, I think that's an excuse. Well, he always smokes up and gets high as fuck. And when you're high, things are funnier than they are when you actually read them. Yeah, watch an Adam Sandler movie. There you go. But I think, I think given the right script, if he's given the right script and he's put in the right situation... He knows the source material. Yeah, where he sits at his house and watches it on TV. <laughs> no, but he knows the source material. He knows the character. He's written comic books. Like, he's, he would be, I think he would do a phenomenal job giving the right situation. If they put, if DC um, Cinematic put him in the right position to succeed, if they're like, all right, we want Kevin Smith. This is going to be our guy. What do we do to get him to succeed? If they put him on in and set him up for the right Ryan place Reynolds. to succeed. I think he'd do a phenomenal job. Ben Affleck. 
Ben Affleck. And Kevin Smith will always succeed. <clears throat> Just have Ben Affleck direct it, right? Yeah. Fuck it. He doesn't need to be in it. Have him direct it. Even better. Kevin Smith, he really needs to direct a couple of other people's movies. And yeah. not and he needs to get back in my good graces. He's doing a fantastic job on the small screen, so I mean I don't see I, I I would not say that he can't do it, but my love for Kevin Smith knows no bounds. You know? Right. It it goes deep and <laughs> he's just he's got a little work to do. Nah, I think he'd be all right. I think if it's a show, if it's if it's something where it's someone else's script and he's already got it set, like look at Cop Out. Cop Out direct horribly wasn't a bad movie. It was just a badly written movie. But he didn't write that movie, you know. Which Cop Out was the one with Bruce Willis. Right? Yeah, because Cop Out was a rewrite on another idea of oh, that, uh, that had what's his name in it. Got in the car wrote, accident. Yeah, uh, Tracy Morgan. That dude's fucking funny. Because that was based off another movie he was doing, I believe, called A Couple of Dicks, mm-hmm. and they changed it around and rewrote it to Cop Out. But Cop Out wasn't that bad. <clears throat> his original script for the uh, Death of Superman was what. When they were filming it, the fucking, what's his name? Nick Cage incarnation that never made it to the light of day. No, they instantly scrapped Kevin Smith. No, they yeah, they took a bunch of shit out of his. If you watch the documentary, they took a bunch of shit out of his script and put it in a different script. Hmm. Like, they took a bunch of shit. I thought they scrapped his. I was watching it a while back. But... That was I was when Tim Burton was filming. Yeah, well, and he was directing it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't. I'm glad he never did because I don't know how he would handle Superman. He did a good job with Batman. I don't know about Superman. But no, because Superman isn't dark. Right. And that's why he got. That's why he got. He did all right with Batman. The Batman. Batman. Well. Um, I think he'd be all right though if he set up. And given the proper, I think if he was, if someone gave him the script, if they told him how to direct it, and he just stood next to why it actually got filmed, I think it would turn out great. <laughs> give the man more credit <laughs> than that. Come on now. I love Kevin Smith, but he's a uh, he's a uh, set me astray. His my view is skewed of him. <laughs> if his if his <clears throat> episode of the Flash tonight is as good as his one last season. I say let the man do it. I say if if you can't find anyone else to do it, let the fucking guy take if a shot. nobody else who directs movies wants to do it, then I agree with you too. Kevin Smith should do it. Well, they're having a hard time finding someone. But he found someone. Oh, for, for, for Flash? Flash? No, they haven't. They found someone for Deadpool. Yeah. They got the director of John Wick to do Deadpool, which I think that is phenomenal. I think you're going to see a... Way better than Quentin Tarantino. You're going to see a darker... Ooh, that's who should do Flash. More... You're gonna see a darker, more violent Deadpool. I think he'll still have the, the the snarkiness and quirks, but I think you're gonna see a lot more violent Deadpool, in in Deadpool too. Yeah. Um. Moving on here. Moving on uh, here. Zendaya says she's not playing Mary Jane in Spider-Man: Homecoming. When asked in a recent interview with Entertainment Weekly if um if she was playing Mary Jane Watson in the upcoming Spider-Man: Homecoming. The actress responded by saying, no, I'm not Mary Jane, unfortunately, but I'm in the movie, which is exciting. My character's name is Michelle. Michelle Jones. MJ. (laughs) I don't think so. Michelle Jordan. There's a rumor going around that I read last night that there are people that Marvel has is keeping hush-hush that they haven't announced that are actually cast in this movie. And uh, Chloe Grace... Hit Girl? Hit Girl. I can't say her. I can't ever pronounce her last name. That she's actually in the film as Mary Jane. I hope she's in there as Hit Girl. Because there was speculation that she was seen walking around with red hair. And about the same time they were filming the movie. So... You know who they should have as Mary Jane? Mariah Carey. What? Oh, yeah. Dude, she's so old. Did you see those pictures of her she just put on Instagram? She's so old. Or did you see those pictures she just put on Instagram? I don't Instagram? care. Nick Cannon had that. I Who don't care, want... dude. She was looking at this shit. Hold on. No. Nick Cannon fucking... Anything Nick Cannon has touched, I want nothing a part of. What are you of. talking about? Dude, fuck that. Busted ass Mariah Carey. Uh, 
uh, hold on. That chick, that chick is out of her goddamn mind. <laughs> Maybe in the nineties, Mariah Carey, like when she was performing with Boys to Men and stuff, when they did that duet. Nineties, mm. Mariah Carey, I'll give you that, but two thousands, Mariah Carey, two thousand ten, <laughs> Mariah Carey, no, thank you. Hold on, let me see if I can find those. Holy crap, dude! There's this picture of her from Instagram. But back to what I was talking about while you're looking up pictures of fucking Mariah Carey. Um, I don't see, again, I know we talked about before that there's that giant uproar that they're going to have a woman of color playing Mary Jane, Spider-Man's love interest, and that Marvel was just doing this to try to diversify the cast to appease people. I don't care either way. I, you know, honestly, whatever they're going to do, if they wanted her to be Mary Jane or not, that's fine. If Chloe Grace uh, Mornitz or whatever, however the fuck you say her name is going to be Mary Jane, that's fine too. Anything's better than Kirsten Dunst at this point. Fucking her weird fucked up teeth. But where is that picture, Mariah Carey? I'm not gonna be able to find it now. Um, uh, I just have to type in Mariah Carey Instagram. Why don't you just look on Instagram? I don't know. Kevin Fig kills the hopes of fanboys slash fangirls everywhere. Speaking with uh, Variety Marvel superhero president Kevin Fig responded to a question about sharing the hero's rights with Fox. It is impossible at this junction, said Red Fig. Wearing that. Um, dude, she's so busted. No, you're tripping. No. She's fucking not. It is impossible at this junction, said Fig, um, of the prospect of working with Fox. We certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. If you're wondering why the deal was struck for Spider-Man, Fig covered that base by saying it takes place inside the cinematic universe that we have built across 14 films. The new Spider-Man film and the pre- uh, Yeah, the previous film, Spider-Man was the only superhero who existed in the world. And the comic book Spider-Man always existed in a world where the Avengers existed and Iron Man existed and the Hulk would run through the streets and Captain America had been thawed out of the ice. In the films, he's a young kid um, who has to be home at curfew. So his Aunt May doesn't get worried and go to school and do his homework. That's in contrast with Tony Stark's life and Stephen Strange's. So basically he's saying that they've always planned for Spider-Man and Spider-Man has always been in the works and that they really have no plan for the X-Men and don't care to have a plan going forward. I'm cool with that. And I think that's because... I'm super cool with that. I think it's because we're going to get the Inhumans, so they don't need the X-Men. They don't need Wolverine, who they're killing off, and they don't need all these characters anymore because they're bringing the Inhumans. Um, You think so? What? Do you think that's what? Do you think they're really just gonna get rid of the X Men and just have the Inhumans? Well, I think that's what this whole extinction thing is about. They're still doing that. <clears throat> yeah, it hasn't finished yet. Fuck! They drag shit out. Where the fuck are those pictures? The at? first two episodes of the Inhumans TV show will be appearing in IMAX theaters Labor Day. Look at those boobies. Labor Day, dude. Those are so busted. You're tripping. You're tripping. Look at this. That's what she does to guys. What? What is it? Uh, I think it's champagne. It's uh, champagne busted out of the bottle. <laughs> dude, she, but that's not what it looks like. No, she's so... Oh, uh, dude, no. No, thank you. I'm not a Mariah. I, I, like I said... I like her when she has curly hair. 90s Mariah. I'm right there with you. 2000s, 2010 Mariah... No. I just wanted a reason to have to look up these pictures of her. 2016 Mariah? No, thank you. But no who, bueno. Who would play a good Mary Jane? I think Chloe Grace would if she's actually in the, in the film. I think it needs to be closer to uh, J. Scott Campbell's Mary Jane covers. What, the young, like, bombshell? Yeah. Mary Jane? Yeah. I don't know. We should have Sarah and Palin's daughter do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> what? You're ridiculous. No, but who really would besides Hit Girl? I don't think Hit Girl's too to be Mary Jane. <laughs> what? Too flat chested? <laughs> yeah. It's 
What were you gonna you, say? You said it. I did it. You you motioned it. People just couldn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> you can definitely hear the moment your hand goes out into your shirt and down in the mic. You just didn't. You just didn't say it. I'll, I'll just say it. You're not gonna say it. I don't think she looked good with super red hair either. Uh, it doesn't have to be super red hair. Like it would be natural. Dude, Kirsten Dunst was a worse Mary Jane. I don't know her fucked up snaggle tooth. You know, I don't know. <laughs> no, who would play good Mary Jane? Honestly, who they should have played Mary Jane was um, I can't name her name. Emma Stone. And now that they let her go, and well, now that they when, no, since they made not her. her. She, dude, she would have been an awesome Mary Jane, but they made her fucking Gwen Stacy instead. That's the other reason why they So can't. she plays a good Gwen Stacy, but Emma Watson from Hermione? Harry Potter. Yep. Hermione? Her Heine? No, not Hermione. Lick her Heine? Lick her fucking Heine? Let me think. Oh, dude, I know who. I know who. Who? Hold on. I saw her in a movie this weekend. I think it's called you. What the fuck is called? Uh, you're just friends. Selena Gomez. Uh, it's got uh, it's called uh, it's got Zac Efron in it, and he's trying to be a DJ. Oh, um, we're just friends. No, we're we're your friends. Yeah, we're your friends. That chick. That movie's fucking that garbage. That chick <laughs> that plays that DJ dude's girlfriend that he fucks in yeah. Vegas. That's who needs to be Mary Jane. No, that. Dude, Googler, Googler. I know who you're talking about. Dude, I don't know the actress's name, but I've that, seen. What's it I've called? We're it. just friends, right? Uh, we're your friends. We're your friends. It's actually. You ever watched a catfish TV show? Uh, um, yeah. So you know the dude Max, the gray-haired guy. From Catfish, he's the one that directed that movie. Her name is Emily Rajamatsukai. Did you just have a stroke, Jose yeah. Junior? Was that even English? But this—that's this is her. That's who she's playing, Mary Jane. Nah. Yeah, she's fucking hot. Dude. I don't. I think she'd look weird with red hair. Not a natural red hair. She'd look good. Not there. But she's fucking hot. I don't think big breasts are one of the assets that you need to have a good Mary Jane. Because I honestly... Oh, is, that what, is that what I'm getting at? Yeah. I honestly prefer the more gothic style Mary Jane into like Ultimate Spider-Man than um, the bombshell dude. Mary Jane. Her face is just so... She's hot, dude. She looks like a sloth. A sloth? Her face looks like a sloth. I mean, I'm not the best fucking dude in the world. I shouldn't fucking be criticizing people and how they look, but seriously, man, she looks like a fucking sloth. That's sloth. She's fucking hot. I'm not denying that she's not hot, but just saying MJ, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see it. You don't see it? I, I just think she's it. hot. I just wanted to bring her up, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's exactly, that's, that's exactly who it was. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Who, who could play... A good Mary Jane. Now, now well, you've got this conversation fucking started. Let's see. Like, look right here. Like, if I, I'm just saying, like, let's get this conversation underway. See, like, I like the darker red hair, Mary Jane. Yeah, the darker. But look, look, look at her. Look, I mean, like right there. <laughs> I'm telling you, the J. Scott Campbell, Mary Jane, is what they need to go for. Like, I mean, dude. That fucking. There you go. Who's that? Oh, the chick for Scream Queens? Abigail Breslin. Yeah, she was in Scream Queens. She was in Little Miss Sunshine. She was in um, Definitely Maybe with Ryan Reynolds. Tell me that doesn't look very MJ esque. <laughs> Actually, that kind of looks like Kirsten Dunst a little bit. But <laughs> tell me that doesn't look very MJ esque, you know? Oh, no. There you go. The chick from Modern Family. Ariella Winter. Oh, yeah. Give her some red hair. Yeah. She actually had red hair recently, too. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, look, they should have this chick do it right here. There, there's Mary Jane. (laughs) (laughs) That's. No, 
She wouldn't be a bad Mary Isn't Jane. Isn't it crazy how all these like awkward looking kids grow up to be fucking just knockouts? Yeah. Good lord. Who else would make a good Mary Jane? I expect to hear quite a few comments about this. I'm I'm out of ideas. I'm just over here looking at breasticles now. Oh, now you're on my uh, bandwagon, huh? (laughs) I'm pulling a Kyle last week. I'm just like... (laughs) You know who should be? Mary James? Don't even say Jessica Negri. (laughs) Just don't even do it. You did it, so we're good. No, because I knew you were were fucking going with it. (laughs) Ooh, Scarlett Johansson. She's a... Really? (laughs) She's already Black Widow. (laughs) So what? She can... She can... uh, Shana, Shana Woodley should play her. Who's that? The fucking person who was gonna play her in the um, last reboot, the um, fuck I can't think of his name now. The one that had Gwen Stacy in it. I can't think of the Garfield. Gar Andrew Garfield. Thank you. They should have. Uh... Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss. That's why Hollywood picks people for me. Right? Because I don't know. That's that's why they're paid the big bucks to that's pick people, That's why they're huh? paid the big bucks. Like, uh... Dallas Bryce Howard. She's too old, though. Who's that? She was in Jurassic World. Oh, no, not her. They should have, uh, Donald Trump's daughter. Donald Trump's daughter. <laughs> They should have uh, oh, the chick from Suburgatory. That chick. Okay, I could see that. That would be a good one. I can't think of her. As long as they don't have the chick from the the Fault in Our Stars do it, we'll be all right. The ch- uh, yeah, that's who is that's who was gonna do it last. Shana Woodley. Really, the, the chick from A Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. yeah. Remember, she was like in that Divergent movie, and it's terrible. Yeah. Jane. Uh, Jane Levy. Jane Austen. No, not Jane Austen. <laughs> Jane Levy, she was the chick from Suburgatory. She's the chick I just showed you. Um, she Blonde was, chick? Oh, yeah. the chick with the red hair? Yeah. I guess um, we're going to have to put some pictures up now on the website. Oh, wait, so we hacked our website. Never mind. Dakota Fanning. No. no. thank you. Like, highly, uh, I'd be really pissed if it was that. Highly Stanfeld could do it. That dumb bitch from uh, uh, the vampire movie. Oh, uh, fucking Kristen uh, Stewart. Kristen Stewart. I'd be I'd boycott Spider Man <coughs> if they picked her. Haley Ste- uh, Steinfeld could do it. Who's that? She was in Pitch Perfect too. She plays the legacy <laughs> in Pitch Perfect too. No, 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 no. No, no. They should have what's her name, Kendra. Uh, the, the, Anna Kendra. Yeah, that's who they should do. No, it. not Perfect. Mary Jane. She wants Perfect. to. She plays Squirrel Girl, yo. Squirrel. They girl. should have Fat Amy do it. Fat Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the legacy chicken pitch river. There you too. go. Who Fanny? Nicola Pel uh, Nicola Peltz. She was in the um Transformers movie with Mark Wahlberg. She was in oh, the, the last Airbender movie. Yeah, she was in the last Airbender movie. When she was Oh younger. no no, you know who they should they should have the chick from uh Damn, there you go. Right there. Bonnie Wright. Whew. Oh, that's close. That's, Whew. Good. that's almost spot on. The chick from um Percy Jackson. I never saw Percy Jackson. What? Fuck Percy Jackson. That's who they should have do it as a chick from Percy Jackson. Because I like her too. There you go. The Adamcast movies. Holland Roden. I think that's her name. I fucking butchered her name. What's she from? Um, she's from Teen Wolf. She's twenty nine years old though. Oh, that might be hard to. Let's see. Uh, Macy Williams from fucking um, Game of Thrones. Alexandria, Alexandra Anna Dario. That's who should play her. <laughs> I I think there's a lot of good options. She's for Mary a chick Jane from San Andreas. She's from Percy Jackson. Oh, uh, fuck Percy Jackson. She was in Workaholics. She was in Workaholics. Let me see what she was in Workaholics. Uh, 
gosh. I, she might have I still vote. Like one episode. I still say Chloe Grace Moretz. I there's a song about her. Yep. Hit girl is let me look at Hit Girl's Mary Jane. Hit girl. Don't get me wrong, she is fucking She's fucking awesome. She's a cutie. Yeah, she is. I don't know. Looking at this list that I found online, I think there's a couple of front runners, big time front runners for Mary Jane. Right off the bat. I can see her playing Mary Jane, actually, yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. There's some ones on here that I'm just like, nah, I don't I don't like think who? so. Like I, I don't know. She's nineteen. Yeah. I think even at twenty nine years old, dude, fucking or twenty five year old Bonnie, right? Um I guess. She was Ginny Weasley and, and Harry Potter. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Dude, that she's perfect, man. No, no, no. I'm 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 on the hit girl. <laughs> you're on the hit you're on the hit girl brand train yeah, now? Yeah, I'm on that bandwagon now. <laughs> I well, I'm glad I could get you on that bandwagon. <laughs> I'm glad we can we can bring you over to that bandwagon. Yeah, I'm totally down for that now. Yep, it should be hit girl. But right there, look, Mary Jane. There you go. She could, yeah. Fucking nailed it. All right, Hollywood, listen to us. It needs to be hit girl. Listen to us, Hollywood. <laughs> Don't listen to anyone else, Hollywood. Listen to Don't us. be fucking stupid, Hollywood. Yep. Told you not to be stupid, you moron. Uh, and our final story of the night. <laughs> I always like got stories left. Yeah, we got one more. Rogue One, a Star Wars story to include a pair of big-time trailers attached to the film. It has been <laughs> reported that the first trailer for Marvel and Sony's upcoming Spider-Man reboot, Spider-Man Homecoming, as well as the fifth installment of the Transformers franchise titled Transformers, the last oh night. My God, they're still making those. Yep, will I will arrive along with the newest installment into the Star Wars franchise. So when you go to see Star Wars Rogue One, prepare to see a new trailer for Spider Man, Spider Man, and a new trailer for Transformers. S- Mark Wahlberg makes his return to just say it's a Transformer for four and a half hours. <laughs> it's a Transformer. Did to me like I love the Transformers movies. I loved one through three. Transformers 4, when Shia LaBeouf left, that fucking movie was garbage. Uh, It's not Mark Wahlberg's fault either. Like, I I like Mark Wahlberg. Just felt like that movie was obsessively long. Fuck yeah, dude. I would go eat a Wahlburger. (laughs) Hell yeah. They look so good on TV when you're watching the fucking show. Like, fuck yeah, I want a Wahlburger. Mary Jane. uh, Chloe. I'm down with that. You're you're on that train now, huh? Uh, I'm totally. I'm. It's like I'm like 98 percent on that train now. That's yeah. it's it. You're, that train is pulling out the station and Kyle Stinson is on board. Yes, huh? sir. That is a correct <laughs> statement you just made. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it's a correct statement. It is a correct statement instead of a false statement. And whatever. Saying that I'm not on board would now be a false statement. Yeah. I don't Saying think I'm on board. Is I don't a think you're on board statement. though. I really don't think you're on board. Oh. I'm I think you're just trying to patronize me. No, it's trying to patronize me. Nope, nope, that's all I'm looking at now. Uh, you're all about that, huh? I'm all about pervert. It. I'm all about that hit girl. There you go. Hey, she's 19. I could fantasize you all that I girl? want. Uh, she's 19. All right, well, let us know who you think should play Mary Jane. Well, we already figured it out. They don't need to let us know. <laughs> let us know if you want t shirts. If you want us to bring back the t shirts. Uh, we we, we got to make the Chonga touch the world shirt. Yeah, we do have to make the Chonga. Just, I just want to touch the world shirt. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to happen. And half the proceeds will go to stroke victims. Who, Jose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no uh, way, he works 10 hours a day. Dude. Right, he's, he's a 10-hour worker. He's covered like a blanket now. Yes, he is. <laughs> he doesn't need anything. He he works 10 hours, right? Dude, uh, Star Wars comes out like t- fucking like three weeks. Yes, it does. We, it is hard to believe that we're almost done with 2016. I can't wait. We are a month away to the end of 2016. I think all actors are waiting for it so they don't die. Stanley, we got we got to put the Stanley watch out. He fucking is making it through another fucking year. Two seven th- two thousand seventeen, dude. It's it for him, dude. He is not gonna. Well, if he's already April. signing over Len Wein's signature, Did he can't see, see he can't shit, see man. where to fucking sign anymore. His days are numbered. I don't see him past. The, I don't see him going past the. Uh, dude, watch he's Easter. gonna make, watch. He makes it like twenty twenty five. He'll be like one hundred forty. Like, he lives to like one hundred and twenty. Could you imagine that? Excelsior, I shit myself. 
he, he he gets to the point where he's just hiding in poo. Blah, blah. <laughs> stupid. Uh, that was fucking stupid. Dude. They're gonna make a robot that just perfectly signs his signature. So he'll just be sitting there like comatose, and they'll put his little hand in his machine, and then the machine just like does the motions of signing <laughs> for him. So it's still technically a Stanley autograph. He just wasn't co- he wasn't coherent to sign it. You know, the machine did all the work for him. That's crazy. I can't believe that dude's still fucking alive. Dude, it should be. A n- I wonder what his secret is. It's gonna be like the worst day in nerd history when he dies. Yeah, it will be. And that's why I'm going to sell all my books I have autographed by him. Be sitting there fucking at work and be like typing away and then comes across the Stanley dies and you're like, oh, oh, just bust out in tears and got to go home and fucking grieve. <laughs> Sit in your room and fucking listen to like, I don't know, fucking emo music by candlelight <laughs> to, Stan- to the death of Stanley. I'd be posting my book signed by him on the internet. <laughs> Right away. $10,000 nah. signed Stanley book. Dude, he's got so much shit out there signed. It's not even funny. He's to the point now where he signs shit that he didn't have anything to do with. Hey, man, he's got to leave his grandkids some money. I'm okay with, with signing shit that... Or great-grandkid at this fucking point. But I'm okay with him signing shit that he had something to do with. Like, if you bring him a, a modern, like, Spider-Man book... Okay, because he created that character. But if you're bringing him, like... Gwenpool or fucking Spider Gwen to sign. Dude, there's so the much fuck's that wrong shit with you. Signed. I know. It's, I think it's just the fact that it's signed by Stan Lee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that name, you know, you don't have to be super into comics. You know, you can be just into it. You yeah. but you have that signed Stan Lee. Let me be a party pooper. He can't see. He doesn't know the fuck he's signing. Right. To him, he's signing X Men number one over and over and over again. <laughs> At some point, these motherfuckers gotta quit giving me the same copy of X Men to sign. I'd like to get. I'd what like are you talking about, Stan? Up. You just signed about thirty thousand fucking Spider Man comics. They're all X Men. Who's Spider Man? Yeah, who's Spider Man? <laughs> who the fuck is that? Peter Excelsior, Parker? Incredible Hulk. I would like to get one more book signed by him, though. Yeah. It's just so much. Like I. Yeah, dude. The older he gets, the more his prices are going up. I think what at. To get it signed and graded, it was like $180. No, thank you. That's a lot of money, dude. No, thank you. Like, I think, I think what, the first time I got a sign, what did we pay? Like 60 bucks. Yeah, the first time I got something signed, I paid $60. It's against Comic-Con. No, the first time I got something signed from was at Kamikaze the first year I went. But, and I paid sixty dollars there, and then I paid eighty to get something signed from at Phoenix Comic-Con. Oh, you went to Kamikaze before you went? He was here. Yeah. I went to Kamikaze before I even knew you. Have you been there twice? Yep. I sure have. Damn. Pretty fucking dank, son. Damn. You don't even know. I wish I would have bought two books for him to get signed now. I've got two books signed by him. That's what I have, too. Amazing Spider-Man 121 and Spider-Man 700. I have 121 and 300. You got me beat. Those are two books I'd rather have signed by him than... Uh... I'm about to send my... 300 out it's a seven five i'm gonna set it out who is that justin i'm gonna send is he here to work out probably we get all sweaty with kellen in the garage touch each other's butts but i, I would like to set it out get pressed and try to get a higher grade on it <laughs> but uh hey don't be pressing pickle in my oh, house pickle presser. don't be pressing pickle Get out of here. <laughs> fucking Justin over here pressing pickle. Yeah, I pressed it. Trying to record. He's look, over here. Look, there's fucking, a pickle mark on yeah, your fucking... Yeah, look at that fucking pressing pickle. Look how small it is. On your cranium door. <laughs> hey, it's just a little baby, yeah. little baby pickle. <laughs> the baby pickle. Oh, when you grow up, you'll be a real pickle. <laughs> uh, just kidding, Justin. But all right, that'll be the ep- where we stop this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. Let us know about them t-shirts, if that's something you think you want. Um, but I want, yeah. a, I want a t-shirt. You already have one. I'd like another one. Well, go buy it. I want a blue one. Go buy it. Go buy it. You have it. money. You have a job. You work 10 hours. <laughs> I would like... We should We should come up with some new designs. Yeah. I agree. We really should. I work 10 hours. Right. Would anybody out there like a t-shirt? Let us know. I'm going to make... I Dude, I want to make the Jose. I just want to touch the world shirts. It's got to happen. <laughs> dude, you, you know... Oh, my God. Okay, I think I have an idea for it. Jose touched the world, and on the back, 
it says on the front it'll say Jose touched the world. On the back it'll say Jose had a stroke. You don't remember the World Stroke Tour? <laughs> 2016. There's strokes a lot. Yeah. Dude, that guy's got to be ready for 2016. It's been a terrible year for him, man. Yeah. Fucking stroke. Yeah, he's ready for 2017. Dude, what a waste of a year. <laughs> this has been a, it's been a terrible year. It's been an odd year. But all right, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody, and we will see you around the bed. Fuck Thanksgiving. Does knowing that you just finished another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast leave you with an empty feeling in the pit of your stomach? Don't worry, we got you covered. Head on over to iTunes and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. As long as you're there, why not leave a review? Not an Apple user? No worries, we got your back. You can also find us on the Google Play Music Store, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, and any other podcast application. Want to keep in touch with us and be the first to know anything and everything the guys are up to? Make sure to like the Absolute Geek Podcast on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. If following adventures through pictures is more of your style, then make sure to stay up to date with the guys on Instagram. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so through Patreon and receive Patreon-only content. But remember, you never have to donate. That's an option. Your love and admiration is just as good. And as always, thanks for listening.